Hello, all. Welcome to the Ex-Millennial Man Podcast, the podcast for SeedSing.com. I am your host, R.D. Kulik, and with me here, if I was making a prop bet on the second most handsomest podcast host ever, he would have minus 250, whatever the hell that means, odds, and that's the greatest other host, Ty. How are you today, Ty? Uh, hi, everybody. I'm curious who the number one most handsome podcaster oh. is, because it sure as hell is in you. But Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and his pointy ass nipples or yeah, whatever. He's, he's a monster. People don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Don't take ivermectin. If you get COVID. <laughs> well, I feel we, like I shouldn't have to say that in 2024. What if, we what if you're a horse? Well, if you're a horse, then yeah, because that's for horses. <laughs> I say we're not horses. Your dog takes ivermectin. Well, yeah, but he's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dog's just like a person. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> So this is our Patreon podcast, but I'm putting it on the regular feed so people can get a taste of what we're doing, where I'm I'm thinking of changing some stuff up or adding a segment here. But for the most part, it's just us talking the BS of what's going on today. And mm-hmm. I wanted to put this out because the day it goes out, if it was the Patreon, it was going to go out on Monday. But it's I wanted to talk about the big game. I don't know if I can get sued or whatever. we can't say it. Are we going to get sued? The, can the, I say it? The bowl that is super. I, I the, think we can say Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's with the absolutely lovable Kansas City Chiefs and the even more lovable San Francisco 49ers. So normally, hold on. Where's my little where's my little cue here? It's sports, mm. sports, 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 sports. All right. So once again, yeah. Ty, you're a good guy at sports. So I'm going to. I want your thoughts on the overall Super Bowl game. And then I got a couple other things to talk about. So, yeah, I was out for coffee earlier today with our dad, as I do twice a week, every week. And we were talking about Super Bowl. And this is I'm not trying to be like a weirdo person who doesn't like anything or whatever. I love sports. I love football in particular, especially college football. This Super Bowl, it's like Darth Vader is playing Emperor Palpatine. Who do you want to root for? Do you want to root for Darth Vader? Who? kind of got into those circumstances by his own doing, but also he was kind of forced into that. So that's what I consider the Chiefs. Or do you want that for Palpatine? That's who I consider the 49ers because he, I'm trying to speak your language, but he seems truly like a, a the baddest dude in all of Star Wars. He's the only one that's ever having fun. But he's a super bad guy, right? <laughs> well, yeah, Isn't yeah. he like the baddest Those movies guy? teach you that the badder you are, the happier you are. Okay, well, <laughs> my whole thing with, the so I've never liked the 49ers. This isn't a new thing for me. When I was a kid, I had a friend who loved the 49ers, so I just naturally decided not to root for them. I'm also a Packer fan, and a Packers 49ers was a big rivalry, so I've never liked the 49ers. I super extra despise them now because Nick Bosa is a alt-right mega idiot, and people seem to think he's some great guy because he's good at football. I don't like Mike Shanahan. If people want to complain about Nepo babies, he should be in that or Kyle Shanahan, I guess, is their coach. Mike Shanahan was his dad. So people want to complain about Nepo babies. They need to start talking about him. I'm sick of all the love for Christian McCaffrey because he's a white running back. Like, don't care. You know, Mike Allstott never got that kind of love when he was in the league. So and the whole the whole story around Brock Purdy drives me nuts. I know his team say, oh, he's not. a He's a game manager. He's a game managing quarterback. If it weren't for his running game, weren't for guys like Debo Samuel. And it weren't for that defense, this team would not be where they are. It's not because Brock Purdy led them there. As far as the Chiefs, like the Chiefs to me are a less 
hateable version of the Patriots from when in the, in the early 2000s. They're really good and really boring. Patrick Mahomes is good. We all know it. He doesn't do the things he did when he was a rookie. I think that's by choice. I think that's smart. I like Travis Kelsey, but Travis Kelsey didn't invent the fade haircut. That's been around forever. So people need to stop at something he did. The receivers don't pop off the screen like they used to. I, I enjoy watching Isaiah Pacheco play running back because that dude really had to overcome some some hardship in life. And their defense is better, but they're just boring. The Chiefs are just a boring football team to watch. They've been boring this season. They've been boring in the playoffs. Like I truly do not know how to handicap it. I guess if people want to know like who I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for the Chiefs because I want to see the alt-right get even more crazy with their Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey comparisons and stuff. But also, our mom likes the Chiefs. I live in Missouri, so there's a lot of people who kind of adopted the Chiefs when the Rams moved to St. Louis. So I, I guess I want the Chiefs to win, but it's really... I'm actually more focused on the snacks this year and the commercials than the actual football that's being played because, in honesty, I think this is going to be an incredibly boring field goal type of game. I, I agree. It's not going to be a great game. I agree that neither team is worth rooting for. I I went to college in the middle of the state of Missouri, and I got to, in my time, meet a lot of Kansas City Chiefs fans. And outside of the one that would call Trent Green, Trent Green, there was... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like there, there, it makes me not like the Chiefs a whole lot. Right. And with Travis Kelsey disrespecting the mayor of my city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Man, Mayor Piraval's an idiot sometimes, but he, he is a jabroni. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was on point yeah. You know, what my son said to me the other day is Travis Kelsey was the first person outside of me that he ever heard the word jabroni from. <laughs> That's all. <awesome. laughs> well, and Travis and his brother Kelsey played at your. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. They both played here. And Jason Kelsey, supposedly, from what I've heard, is Travis was I like to party a little bit and didn't take things quite as seriously. (laughs) His brother may be one of the greatest centers. Oh, yeah, easily, easily. And he is still beloved here. So is Travis. He is still there's a lot of people I see rocking Travis Kelsey. You see shirts. Including your son. Yes. Yes. Including my son. But. I want the Chiefs to win over the 49ers because the whole narrative of the 49ers, I just cannot stand. And mm-hmm. look, somebody said something the other day that made me think, yeah, we can't hold Brock Purdy's draft position against him. Maybe he was yeah. underdrafted. Maybe he is a good quarterback. But for all of these people to say, my son actually said he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm like, Jimmy Garoppolo took this team to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So how could you say that? He did. I mean, it's essentially the same team. Exactly. Too. So it's, they they have figured something out. Originally, I was going to do our regular podcast just on the myth of good quarterbacks winning Super Bowls because mm-hmm. it is Trent Dilfer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that that team, Tony Banks started as their yeah. quarterback that season. That was the Ravens defense that had Ray Lewis yes. and Ed Reed and all these you know yeah. Hall of Fame. That's my point. Is who is it? Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Eli Manning won too. Yes. Yes, that's <laughs> exactly. And Mark Rippon won a Super Bowl and yeah, probably what is true. the greatest football team, I think, ever. That but, Washington team yeah. was pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, yes. <laughs> Daryl yeah. Green, still, I think, the most underrated defensive mm-hmm. back of all time. So my point is, it, this whole like, you know, well, great quarterbacks win Super Bowls. 
I think there's an argument that Dan Marino is the best quarterback to ever play football. If he played I in today's game, he probably throws for 9,000, 10,000 yards. Oh, yeah. He only ever went to one Super Bowl. And wasn't it his rookie year? It was his second, the second year. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a lot of those comparisons with Joe Burrow right now. And I'm like, oh, OK, let, let's pump the brakes here, people. <laughs> but so this whole like Brock Purdy, he's the difference. Stafford won a Super Bowl. Sorry. Yeah. I just had to yeah. Throw that yeah. Out there. <laughs> yeah. It's. And this whole, like, it's the difference on this team is Brock Purdy. No, it's not. The The NFC is incredibly soft right now. They had to beat the Packers and the Lions. And they had Packers to come who, back in both Packers of them. The who are the youngest team in the league and the Lions who have, haven't been to an NFC championship game in forever. No, and take that Lions game. Look at the, uh, who is it? Ayuk catches a ball off of his face mask. The Lions then fumble in the next series. I mean... Come on. And they, they blew it. It's, and everybody wants to get on Dan Campbell for those fourth down calls. One of those was right on the receiver's hands and he dropped it. I also think, you know, I being an avid football watcher, I love when coaches go for it. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to work. I mean, Michigan, the lead up to the national title, they went for it on fourth a lot and it didn't always work, but I was never mad. At Kansas City went for it on fourth down in the AFC title game, and you don't hear people screaming at Andy Reid right now. Yeah, because Andy Reid has a Super Bowl. Well, he's got two. (laughs) (laughs) So my point about all of this is the 49ers against two teams that were known to not have good defenses. The Packers had nine (laughs) wins in the regular, ten wins, nine or ten. But but both the Packers and the Lions were offensive teams. They were known for not having good defenses. And the 49ers are loaded on offense, and they had to come back in both of those games. Kansas City has a very good defense. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Very, very, very good. And uh, along with the Brock Purdy stuff, I was listening to another podcast, and somebody says his mom gives off real Moms for Liberty vibes. And I don't know what that is. Moms for Liberty. That's the the group of people that are trying to get DEI and critical race theory kicked out of schools. That seems, seems like his family. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not like you with Christian McCaffrey. I think Christian McCaffrey's a stud. It's not. I, I, uh-huh. I think he's fantastic. I am sick of the media narrative that, look, a white guy can play running back. No, this is the exact opposite of black guys can't play quarterback. Yeah. It's proven false. The MVP of the NFL is a black quarterback. Yes. I'm sick of people being like, oh, he's our white hero. I, I agree like, with you. It's, that. Like a, it's like a white NBA player. Yes, yeah. They get so much more coverage. It's the Gordon Hayward player. crap. And, exactly. Who I think he just got traded again, didn't he? He did, to uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City, which is weird. But I'm not... Christian McCaffrey's awesome. He just happens to be a white running back. Yeah. I don't care. He does get a lot of extra shine about that. It's the same thing I said about Rob Gronkowski. Everybody loved Rob Gronkowski. If he were a black man, people would have... Oh, him. you know, you are right. You're so that's just where I get off <laughs> You're 100% right on that, but... To, and that's what I mean, against my better judgment, look, Patrick Mahomes hangs out with dirtbags, okay? <laughs> his brother is one of them. Yes. His brother is a true dirtbag. Yes, yes. <laughs> his father is having legal issues right now. Well, he just likes to drive. <laughs> yeah. his, so. his wife is upsetting at times. Have you ever seen the video that was going around where they were like doing a question and answer thing? And he said, what's my favorite cheat day meal? And she like a typical suburban white girl, fried chicken. She yeah. was like, no, it's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I implore all the listeners to go watch that. It is cringeworthy at its best. So I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Patrick Mahomes to come out to be as unpleasant as I think he may be. <laughs> 
but the thing that hurts me the most is they win another Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. Burrow for the rest of his career is going to have to hear about how much better Mahomes is until Burrow matches him Super Bowl to Super Bowl. And I just don't trust the owners of the Bengals to build a team that can win multiple Super Bowls. I just don't. I mean, the Chiefs, though, they, they built their defense up. They did. Their offense is not what it was even last oh, year. Oh, no. I mean, their best receiver is Travis Kelsey, and he's a 34-year-old tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, Kadarius Tony can't catch the ball. Rasheed Rice is a rookie, but he's coming off an injury. Like, he doesn't have... He doesn't. Tyreek Hill or... He's got Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and they lost their their left guard, their left yeah their left their left tackle because he's in Cincinnati. But yeah, so he also the offensive line got weaker last year. Pacheco's a really good running back. He is, and I wanted to say about Pacheco, he's a seventh round pick too. Nobody's talking about exactly irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The thing with I I know so much about Isaiah Pacheco too because he played at Rutgers Mm -hmm. and they're in the Big Ten, so I'd watch him play. Rutgers never really scared me, but when they played against him, I'm like, this dude's going to grind out 80 to 85 yards against Michigan today because he runs so hard. And I thought when they drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire a couple of years ago, he was on that team with Joe Burrow at LSU. I was like, oh my God, he's going to be the running back of the future. It's Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco is their guy, and he's made that offense much more stable, much more, they're not pass, pass, pass all the time anymore. And then uh, the last thing, regardless of how much I want to protect our poor Mayor Piraval here in Cincinnati, <laughs> even before you take the Taylor Swift stuff, Travis Kelsey is probably the most likable guy in the NFL. He, yeah, he's just he's a fun. And like when he started dra- dating Taylor Swift, people were trying to dig up dirt on him. But you go back and look at his old tweets and he's talking about mashing breadsticks at Olive <laughs> Yeah, like, he, he was like a regular dude who happens to be ultra famous because he's good at football and dates Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And he is in the argument for one of the best tight ends in history. He's at least had a four or five year span that puts him in that argument. He's not Tony Gonzalez. I agree. I, I was about to say, if somebody asked me, <laughs> I would say Tony Gonzalez is the best ever. And then I'd probably put Antonio Gates and probably Kellen Winslow Sr. But no, but Kelsey is, I mean, I know the people that hate him, all the right laners that are nuts. And I saw one guy because everybody's called because I guess Aaron Rodgers called him Mr. Pfizer. So all the right laners call him that. But one guy even took it bigger when he said Mr. Bud Light Pfizer. So, okay, what's wrong with that? (laughs) He gets vaccinated and he likes beer. You're right. (laughs) So, I mean, Travis Kelsey, the one thing I'll say is when Jamar Chase is talking all his smack to somebody asked him at the beginning of the year, who are the five best quarterbacks in the NFL? And he's like, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jake Browning. And <laughs> he like he didn't he didn't mention Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's a rivalry. Right. That's how it's supposed to be. And the, and the reporter was like, what about Patrick Mahomes? He's like, Patrick who? And yeah, then I, I love that. I hate that. Like <laughs> in this new era of professional sports, everybody has to be friends. I like that. There's a rival. I love that in the NBA, Anthony Edwards is straight up going after Shea Gilchrist Alexander, mm-hmm. two players I love, but you need stuff like that. Michael Jordan. I, I'm going to sound like an old mm-hmm. man here. Michael Jordan didn't like anybody. He no. didn't even like his teammate. No, it punched like, his own teammate. <laughs> exactly. so the fact that, you have these right, like I love Jamar Chase coming out and being like, I don't like Patrick Mahomes. He shouldn't. And then a rival, a division rival. And then right after that, Travis Kelsey puts something on Instagram of he and Mahomes wearing their two Super Bowl rings. Yeah. He's like, 
that's this is Patrick who and, <laughs> and so, but the point is it's not Mahomes doing it it's Kelsey he's like the flavor flav of that team he's his, 100% he's, yeah he's, he's and that's why flavor flav who just took a picture with Taylor Swift at the Grammys yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then hey there's the Taylor Swift thing and it's like you know good good for Travis Kelsey I, some, absolutely again these right wingers are like oh she's got a tour going on and a new record coming out so she attached herself to a famous guy and i'm like <laughs> there are so many other football players and, you know somebody asked him at the the stupid press day like what have you learned from taylor swift and he said i learned it's a lot different when you're globally famous than when you're just kansas city famous and 100 now I'd, i would argue that travis kelsey is bigger than cincinnati famous but, but or b- bigger than kansas city famous sorry but that's a good point. Like Taylor Swift is worldwide. Yeah. Everybody knows who she is. I think if you were to happen, like I went to Mexico this summer, Riviera Maya in near Cancun. I bet you people wouldn't know who Travis Kelsey no. is there, but everybody would know who Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then, so give me a pick and a score. I think, unfortunately, even though I want our mom to be happy, but I think the 49ers are going to win 24-21. I think it's going to be another one of these things where the Chiefs will be up early 14 zip, but their offense will stall. And what the 49ers have been doing is coming back in all these games. And Christian McCaffrey is just, he's going to be too much to stop. And while the Chiefs defense has gotten a lot better, the weakness is their run defense. And that's what San Francisco's leaned on. So I could see McCaffrey running on a couple and then they give him the ball to Debo Samuel on a sweep or something. And I want the Chiefs to win because I want the alt right to be mad and the it's so weird, too, that the alt-right's favorite team is San Francisco. Yeah, I know. They're in San Francisco, which is so weird. But, and, I don't want to get us canceled, but I'd play the, the Kenny Powers thing. When... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I just feel like Kansas City doesn't seem like the same machine that they were even last year. I hope they win because I'd love, I love, I, I wouldn't love, I just don't want, this is a whole case of it's not who I want to win, it's who I don't want to win. And I don't want the 49ers to win, but I do think they are going to win. Maybe And maybe this is just me trying to reverse jinx them or whatever, but I think they'll win by a field goal, 24-21, 27-24, something like that. Not too high school. Well, I've got Kansas City winning 17-8. to Eight? eight. Yep. Why are they going to go for two? <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. Nope. I'm thinking it's going to be two field goals on the safety. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thing going in... Kansas City's favorite, too, is that Kyle Shanahan is not a good playoff no. coach. I mean, I believe he was the coordinator of the Falcons. Yes, he was. Blew the 28-3 to lead. And then when they were in the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, they had a lead mm-hmm. in that and blew that as mm-hmm. well. So, And you've seen what he's done against Green Bay and Detroit. Yeah, I agree. Now, I'm going to tell you, I think there was that, who was it, the Rams and the Patriots, the Super Bowl, like the worst Super Bowl ever. It was oh yeah, 13 to 3 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the, the Jared Goff one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this this stinks of the same thing. And I think yeah. I can tell you by watching, if you watch what Detroit did, if you watch what, if you watch what Minnesota did, Minnesota was the first team to beat the 49ers. And then the next week, the Bengals went into San Francisco and beat them. And mm-hmm. you watch both of those games, what they did is they just went all out against Brock Purdy because yeah. he he throws the ball three yards to Debo Samuel and he runs 10 more or something mm-hmm. like that. And you watch Brock Purdy. He he is smart. He is a smart guy. But if he cannot find his second guy, he either goes down or he runs. And yeah, he was doing that a lot against Detroit. Yes. And the Bengals did not have a great defense and they they got they got two picks off of them. 
And they kicked their ass. They beat them by, I think, two scores or something like that. Now, Burrow was healthier then, and mm-hmm. Jamar Chase went off and all this crap. But it's at the end of the day, the Bengals were a better team. Minnesota was a better team at that time with Kirk Cousins against the 49ers. And then you watch what the Ravens did to him at the end of the season, just yeah, absolutely yeah. annihilated them. And it's because they went after Brock Purdy the whole time. Pressure all day. So I think that's what Kansas City is going to do. They have not seen a defense like this. I think it's going to be sloppy. I think there's going to be some stupid, like, it's like, let's go for two here at a moment. And <laughs> so that leads me to, I learned something. There's a thing in football called an octopus. What? Let's talk about Betty. I was looking okay. up some weird bets, and one of the bets was, was a player going to score an octopus? And an octopus is when you score the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Oh, I mean, it makes I've sense because that's eight points. I say I've, I, never, I've, I've never heard of I have never heard of that either. But let, let me give you a few, a few bets here, Ty, and I want to get your thoughts because for all the degenerate gamblers that are listening. <laughs> I, I want to tell everybody, too, I purposely don't bet. Our oldest brother, Ross, has told me time and time again, oh, you should bet. And I put so much personal emotion into Michigan football yeah. that I don't want to put money no. on it. So take this with a big grain of salt. I was at our a local grocery store, local Kroger, the biggest grocery store on the planet. But I was at our Kroger just yesterday. And when I was done checking out and I was exiting, there was a big machine that said Bet Ohio that I could go right there and right then to bet if I wanted to. That's where okay. we are now. Yep. <laughs> and I told my wife, I go, you know, with all this gambling being legal, I'm surprised they're not making us more aware of it during football games. <laughs> I mean, every commercial yeah. expand. Yeah. Even for college football, I'm like, that seems kind of college football shady to begin with. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> so I want to ask you, Ty, give me the top three here of first players to score. Who do you think has the best odds to be the first players to score? I do not agree with I this would, at all, but go ahead. I would say McCaffrey. The number one. Is one. I'll go Pacheco. Pacheco's and- two. And Travis Kelsey? You are right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are neither of the kickers in the top three? Uh, is it to score a touchdown? Oh, it is a TD score. No, no, no. Okay, you are yeah. right. No, you are right. Kickers would be different. Yeah, they would both be the number ones up there. What do you think is the most likely Gatorade color? Yellow? Isn't that like the most... or- orange usually wins. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> orange or clear, clear or white or whatever. Okay. What do you think is for the Kansas City Chiefs, what do you think their most likely first drive result the what are they going to do on their first drive punt yep what about what about the 49ers punt touchdown what number two is turnover what are the chances that somebody is going to propose to their girlfriend one percent? No, no, it, no, it's like a ten to one odds that somebody oh. <laughs> that doesn't say who. But okay, my favorite though. I want you in the top three. The Super Bowl MVP. Who are they going to thank first? So I want oh. you. I want you to give me the top three. Well, they always football players are notoriously religious. So I'd say God has got to be number one. That's number three. God or okay. Jesus uh, is number three. Coaches number two. And let's see, how about girlfriend? Team wife. Oh, team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I was shocked by that. I was shocked that that God wasn't number one or Jesus well, wasn't see, number this one. This is the thing, too. And again, people who listen forever know that I'm not religious. But my dad, our dad and I always say, like, you know, they always praise Jesus. But like, say Patrick Mahomes throws a pick six, that's the deciding points in the game. Is he going to like 
be like, well, it's Jesus's fault. I <laughs> yes, that's all the time. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right, so let's get these real crazy bets, okay? Who's going to have more? Boston Celtic team points or Kansas City Chiefs rushing yards? This is a crap uh, you can bet on. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Celtics points because they usually go over 100 because they're so good at shooting three. Yeah, they, they do have. They, the Celtics are listed at 125 points in the Chiefs rushing yards. I thought yards you were having it. like a moment there because I'm, I wanted to be like, we're talking about the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Who will score more points, Kristaps Porzingis or Patrick Mahomes? Or the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, sorry. The Chiefs. Because, I mean, yes, the Chiefs are yeah. 28. If you count the extra points, he would have to get 28, 29 points. All right. Who's going to score are more? The Celtics playing on Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday? Yes. yes. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to score more points? The San Francisco 49ers or Jimmy Butler at Boston? The, for, the 49ers. <laughs> are we going to score more than Butler? I got Jimmy, the 49ers Butler scoring eight. Triple, Jimmy Butler had a triple, triple double last time. Like, oh, that's dope. He got 17 points. <laughs> like, and then I think my score, I looked at it with, you know, the score Agami is. That's a term for a, a score that's never happened. Oh, OK. So what, would, what would that be? I think my 17-8 was a score that's never happened. Oh, OK. So you mean a final? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are some of your bets. I also, so I listened to a podcast called Foosballs, which I mentioned on our regular feed podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about stuff, too. Like, you can bet how long Anthem's going to yes. be. You can bet, like who will be the first guest during Usher's halftime show. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. I didn't realize. I, I bet you could even bet on like the coin toss. Like if it's yes, you can. Be Heather. I-, I didn't realize that it was like this in depth. Oh, it absolutely is. They had Do they- one of the bets was over under on the number of times the camera's going to cut to Taylor Swift. And it was like five and a half. And oh, then the I- other, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, every time Kelsey does something, they're going to do that. Yeah, of but course. there's still a chance she's not going to be there. She'll be there. She's has a concert in Tokyo the day before. Uh-huh. And then uh, really, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> she probably, she probably <laughs> had some kind of time travel thing that we know. I, yeah, I guarantee you she does. But it was like, who are you going to see more? Taylor Swift or Roger Goodell? Taylor Swift. Yeah, absolutely. I would much Taylor rather Swift. see Taylor Swift than Roger Goodell's punk ass any day. Also. Okay. So the last thing that's another topic I was thinking of going over and that was Super Bowl commercials. Okay. okay. Now their wife loves them. It, Our mom loves them. It was I, I got I got all mad the other day, but I completely understood. I was watching something or my son or someone showed me something. The most famous Super Bowl commercials. And it was it was 20 of them. And a bunch of them were within recent years. Now, I remember the Bengals Super Bowl from a few years ago was the one where all the crypto companies were advertising. Yeah, Larry David <laughs> was asked about that. <laughs> After he punched <laughs> Elmo. He, I love that he punched out. He fully admitted that he was an idiot for doing Yes. <laughs> so this year, I have a feeling that the gambling companies are going to want us to be aware of what they do. So we'll get a... What makes you think that? <laughs> a plenty diet of Kevin Hart. FanDuel, and, yeah. yeah. Before I get into any ad you're looking forward to, rumored or not, I think the 1984 Apple ad is the most famous ad ever. 100%. That's what I immediately think of. But what like I would people say, what do you think of outside of Super Bowls? It's Whitney Houston's anthem, mm-hmm. Prince playing the halftime show, the Apple. Oh, yeah, shit. Somebody put an article out the other day that said, do you remember that time they played a football game at a Prince concert? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Again, people, especially people my age who may not know, watch Prince perform that. It oh, is incredible. It's 12 minutes of awesomeness. I watched it the other day and they said that before he went out, 
somebody, his manager or the stage manager or something, told him, look, there's a good chance it's going to be raining while you're playing. And Prince looked at him and said, can you make it rain harder? <laughs> God, I love Prince so much. He died too young. Oh, easily. And it's I like I tell people, you know, a lot of people remember, obviously, him playing in the pouring rain, playing Purple Rain. But like people don't understand. He had one, I think, Florida Atlantic, but one of the H- HBCUs marching band on the field playing. Oh, nice. And he started off with Let's Go Crazy, but then he went into, uh, what was it, Uh, All Along along the Watchtower, and like another, like non-Prince song. And he, no, it was incredible. It's awesome. Go watch it on YouTube. But the thing that I was looking at said, no, the number one ad of all time is the Mean Joe Green Coke ad. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, I don't agree, but that's a pretty famous one, too. It's funny, though, like the commercials I remember most are those ones like mm. the, in 1984 the mean joe green that i believe the budweiser with the frog yes that was what's that. up were commercial were commercials during super bowl i don't remember i couldn't tell you what the number one commercial was at last super bowl. yeah i can't like, either I have no idea i mean and, you know it's i remember more of like oh there the episode of the office where there was a fire premiered after the super bowl. Mm-hmm. like i remember that more so than commercial recent commercials in memory. Yeah, and I think the Wonder Years premiered after a Super Bowl. I know Malcolm in the Middle premiered after a Super okay. Bowl. The original Wonder Years or the new one? The original one. Yeah. So let me ask, Ty, is there a commercial you've heard of or something you're hoping you see? Because there's one definitively for me. I did see like a little bit of one that Aubrey Plaza's in, and I think that looks fine, but I really don't. I don't know because like the 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 stuff I buy is Brooks running shoes, ultra running shoes, Belega running socks. I don't think those companies have the money to pay for a Super Bowl show or Super Bowl commercial. I I do like I, I wear Nike stuff from time to time, so it'd be cool if they have a commercial because they usually like their commercials. But there's really you know it's funny during the Michigan national title, I was so wrapped with the game that I don't remember any commercials playing during that. So I don't. With, with the fact that I don't really care about this Super Bowl, I guess I'll pay more attention, but I have no idea what is, you know, the hot thing that's coming out this year. Deadpool 3. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was gonna, <laughs> that'll be cool to see. <laughs> that. so, that's the big rumor. Nobody's confirmed anything. Okay. Well, hopefully we get to see one. And the rumor right now is you're going to see it, then it's going to say to see the Red Band trailer, go to Deadpool3.com or whatever. I will be going to <laughs> see. I don't usually like trailers, but I will watch. I will watch superhero movie trailers. All right, now, seeing the movie. One more thing. What are you eating? So that's interesting. You asked. Our folks are coming over. Very light. Like my buddy, who I invited over, his kid has COVID, so they can't come over. And then we have another friend whose husband and kid have COVID. So Jesus, it's just gonna be yeah. It's just gonna, it's it's out there, dude. It's yeah, crazy. no, it is. But uh, it's just going to be our, our folks and, and my family. I'm making chicken wings, three different dry rubs on there. Well, my tell me. Make, well, they're going to be <laughs> buffalo dry rubs. Mrs. Dash for our mom who can't eat salt. And I'm still weighing what I'm going to do with the third one. Probably a barbecue one because my son likes that. But no wet sauce. I'm out of wet sauces with chicken wings. My wife's making French onion dip. Our mom's making calico beans, which you mm-hmm. know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else knows what it is. They're delicious. And shrimp dip and chili cheese dip, and then we're going to have some kind of dessert. I'm most looking forward to my chicken wings because call me basic, whatever you want. I'm a basic white dude who lives in the suburbs who's a dad. I love the taste of air fried chicken wings right when they come out of the air. Mm -hmm. So 
I had no shame with that. Yeah, because so we have we always do my son's birthday party like a month later because asking people mid January with kids to do a party is like I've just gone through hell. I just got uh-huh. back from my tour in Vietnam and now you're asking me to come back. So we're doing his birthday party on Saturday, which means we're going to have like a shit ton of leftover cake and probably stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then my wife's like, we should try to eat healthy. And I'm like, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I'm like, this is one time a year that even dietitians, I feel like, yeah. would say, yeah, just go. And I tell her, don't it. tell me what to do, devil woman. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it out with your boots, Dad. But I, I did see, it was funny, I was at Costco, and I heard this guy go, oh, look, these nuggets are like the nuggets at Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, first off, Chick-fil-A nuggets are nuggets, they're chicken pieces, but that's neither here nor another there. Another topic for another <laughs> <Yes>. day. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, shit, that's pretty good. I said, yeah, and I am the exact opposite of you, Ty. I like my food wet. I mean, really? I just, oh, I just want my food just messy and wet. It no, is. then you got to clean your fan. Like I have a beard and it gets in my beard. Oh no, man, I do. So ah. I, I mean, I get, I put all sorts of crap on there, whatever I can find. They're like, I'm going to try this. What does whiskey taste like on it? Oh, not quite as good. <laughs> that, would, that would be gross. <laughs> Let's put it in a bowl with some milk. Ah, that doesn't work either. No, so. even worse. I mean, whiskey, I don't drink alcohol, but whiskey and milk sounds terrible. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be, I'm going to try my chicken parts, throw them in the air fryer, like you said. Oh, yeah, and obviously. Then my wife's like, well, maybe I'll just make chili then. I'm like, that's fine with me. Chili's great, especially if you do a no bean chili. That's, I think, perfect. Because then you can save it and put it on hot dogs, too, man. I mean, I'm going to be already annoyed and tired out hanging out with 10, 14-year-olds. We're going to this thing called foaling. Have you ever heard of this? Foaling? Foaling, yeah. It's I've never football no. bowling. It's like you put the bowling pins on. It's almost like a cornhole board. It's like slanted. Yeah. And then you go to the other side and you have a football and you... Like, I don't know how many times you throw it or whatever, trying to knock pins down. It's the dumbest damn thing I've seen, but my son's done it and he thinks it's great. So, well, and your your son is two years older than my son. So, mm-hmm. my son always gets to these things like a couple of months afterwards. So, I'm sure I'll be doing this. Just oh, no, I, I, I saw uh, Nike has a folding set out, or not Nike, a uh, Nerf has a folding set out. So, it's, I guess, never heard of it. It's a thing. I mean, yeah. he's too young to go axe throwing or going to shoot live ammo. So I can't do that yet. I don't want to shoot live <laughs> ammo, but I'd like to go axe throwing. So that would be cool. All right, Ty. Well, uh, again, this is the Patreon one. This is the kind of crazy shit you hear on Patreon. Yeah. So people go subscribe. But outside of that, where are people going to find you? Facebook and Instagram, Ty Kulik, T-Y-K-U-L-I-K. Read my stuff on SeedSing, S-E-E-D-S-I-N-G. I did a Super Bowl preview a couple of weeks ago and we found out about it. So check that out. SeedSing, hear me on the X Millennial. You can hear me on Chucklehead Chat, a podcast by buddy, our buddy Glenn Adams host. But listen to me on the X Millennial Man podcast and on our Patreon and on First Watch Rewatch. Yeah. So with all that being said, thank you for your ears. And anything else you use to listen to the X Millennial Man podcast, remember, go to Patreon to get this crazy, crazy stuff. One of the things I'm going to start doing, Ty, is I'm going to tell you about a song or a TV show, a short-lived TV show, and get your reactions to it because okay, cool. I've, I like been, that. I've been doing stuff for First Watch, Rewatch, and I came across the soundtrack to the movie Last American Virgin, and then there's a song on there by the Gleaming Spears called Are You Ready for the Sex Girls? And, <laughs> <laughs> and it is something. So, uh, that sounds awesome. With that, I'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. No.
The X Millennial Man podcast is a production of SeedSing.com, fully owned by R.D. Kulik and Associates, LLC. Producers Ty Kulik and Ryan Kulik, adequately engineered by Ryan Kulik.